1: Greetings and salutations. Well, don't just stand there. Come on in. I've got all sorts of treasures here at the shop for you to explore. Been curating them from the darkest corners of the world. and places even more hopeless than that, I'm afraid. I do cash. Barter. I reckon some might even cost you... Your soul. Forgive me, but I couldn't help but notice your fine choice in footwear. Now those look like dancing shoes. You like music? Yeah, I thought so. Click them heels together while I tell you the story about something real special we just got in. It's called shaving a haircut. (laughs) Sounds harmless enough, right? Welcome to the Antiquarium of Sinister Happenings and Odd-Goings-On.
3: Nothing is sweeter than the music of young love. It is in fact music that serves as the gateway for the story you are about to hear. Allie and Gabe have been singing the same song for a number of years now, if only slightly off key, or sung in a round when one starts and one begins just a few breaths later, dancing in chaos but never quite catching up. We join their refrain on a Sunday, when the dissonance ushered in darkness. Mm. Today was awesome, and these
0: cupcakes are freaking spectacular.
2: Mm. I know, right? Mm. I've been going to this spot for 15 years, and it never disappoints. Mm-mm. They even lasted through the gourmet cupcake boom of the aughts. Wait,
0: wait, wait, the, the what of the what?
2: <laughs> Okay, so, in 2000, Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City started a cupcake frenzy. Really? On one of the episodes, she's eating a cupcake from a place in the West Village. Okay. All of a sudden, tourists love the place. They run out of icing, even. It's a confection catastrophe that ruined the entire neighborhood. (laughs) How so? Congested streets, lineups down the block, paparazzi, cabs, news trucks, double parked tour buses. I mean, you name it. Baked good ruffians. Over freaking flour
0: and buttercream. Oh, it
2: gets even crazier. (laughs) Tons more businesses start opening up from sprinkles to crumbs. Almost every city in America is opening bakeries on every corner, dreaming of new ways to inject artificially flavored goop into what became the world's favorite trendy dessert.
0: You know an awful lot about this.
2: Well, it's a part of the history of this country. We have to know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you guess. You're right.
2: Anyway, so the bubble bursts. The market is oversaturated and one by one, the big players start to disappear as the novelty wears off to make room for the next big thing in Sweet Treats.
0: Which is... Huh? What was the
2: next big thing in Sweet Treats? Oh, oh, God. Um, the Froyo Frenzy of 2010?
0: That is something.
2: Oh, shit! Let's duck into this antique store real quick.
0: Hey, wait, 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 <laughs> come, come here for a second.
2: What's up, sugar lip? <laughs>
0: I just, I, I love you and happy anniversary. Oh,
2: I love you too. But happy anniversary is reserved for after we get married. If you ever have the courage to ask me.
0: Well, what am I supposed to say?
2: <laughs> happy two year date abration because you're too chicken shit to move out of your sister's apartment and move in with me, Anniversary.
0: Oh, go, oh, because that rolls off the tongue. Listen, she, she's just going through a rough patch. There's There's been rehab, a ton of things, you know.
2: I know, I know. I'm awesome, and I understand. (laughs) Let's go record shopping. Whoa, look at this place. I can't believe I've never been in here before. Wow, this is unbelievable.
1: Hello there, folks, and welcome. Is there anything in particular you might be looking for this afternoon? Actually,
2: there is. This tall drink of water right here just got me a record player for our two-year date abrasion because he's too chicken shit to move out of his sister's apartment and move in with <laughs> oh, me wow. aversary there she goes again. so i have become a vintage vinyl aficionado as of yesterday morning
1: <laughs> well that is a special occasion indeed as it turns out i have something that just might be exactly what you were looking for i don't know much about it other than the sleeve appears to be made of Black leather with a kind of bizarre symbol of some sort. It came in with a bunch of old furniture from an estate sale. There's no information inside, no label, nothing. But it is a record, rather whimsical in its presentation, and well, so are you, if I may say so. If you are interested, it and its mysteries... Are all yours Free of charge
2: Uh Sold For really real. <laughs>
1: ha
0: Take it You're making her a very happy woman Thank you so much sir That is awfully kind of you Think nothing of it Enjoy the rest of the day <laughs> How cool is that right? Free
2: vinyl Yes Ah
0: shit My, my sis has been texting me for the past 15 minutes I, I gotta get back to the apartment and watch her dog so she can go to work Oh, I'm so sorry My
2: knight in shining armor Okay you do you Give lots of kisses to the puppers for me, and I'll hit you up later. My editor is gonna make dog food out of me if I don't get this movie review out in the next four hours anyway. Later, Christian (laughs) Slater.
3: In a while, Julia Stiles. It's the early evening. The gray clouds from the day begin to stain from nightfall. Allie arrives back at her apartment, grabs a cold soda from the fridge, sits down at her desk, and opens up her laptop. A half-written movie review soaks a quarter of the screen. She takes a sip of her drink and starts typing for a few minutes. She stops and thinks. Writes another sentence. Delete, delete, delete. No, that's not it. Hmm, more thinking. Damn it, (laughs) stop. She stretches out her legs, slouches back into the seat of the chair, lifts her head up to gaze at the ceiling before closing her eyes. She bends her head back down and looks around the room, as if she may find the next idea written on the wall somewhere. Then she sees it, the nameless record from the antique store, leaning up against the closet in the entryway. She gets up, walks over to it, and picks it up. She's standing now holding it in her hands and examining the jacket. Worn down black leather that was nearly pungent in the way that it smelt, a hint of incense, cigar smoke, dust, and sulfur, pungent, but oddly intoxicating. It drew her in. The back is bare, but on what appeared to be the front cover is a peculiar symbol embossed in the surface. She ran her finger over it, tracing the bumps. Allie definitely didn't recognize it. A circular crest with what looked like a pentagram cut in half, an odd cavalcade of geometric lines crisscrossing and meeting in the curves of the bottom. She removes the disc from the sleeve, jet black. The center has no writing either, no artist name, nothing. Looking closer revealed that it looked like that whatever was recorded onto this thing was one continuous piece of music. It didn't seem to be divided up into songs, but just one large, uninterrupted groove. She walked to her turntable, not able to discern a side A or side B. Allie just chooses one and puts the record on.
2: All right, mystery band. Inspire me. I dare you. i go with it.
1: Things are not what they seem. If you want to fulfill your dreams, it's as easy as it can be. All you have to do is...
2: Something. Uh, maybe tonight is a Phoebe Bridgers night. <gasps> do, you, do you. do you want me to knock back?
3: Allie lifts her head up as her fingers form into a hesitant fist and slowly finish the familiar phrase of the knock onto the wood floor of the apartment. goes to pick up her phone only her desk isn't there her refrigerator is in fact nothing is where it's supposed to be her eyes survey the room in a panic everything in the space appears to have reversed sides she can feel the sharp stings of numbness start to invade her entire body like a million sewing needles going in and through her skin, threading each nerve with intolerable pain as they are closed off, one by one. She discovers the desk down a hallway that seems to go on forever. She lifts the phone and dials. Hello? Gabe? Hello?
2: I think I just... Passed out, and I, I'm re- I'm really freaked out. I don't know if I had a stroke or a heart attack or some sort of seizure. Oh, I feel so weird. I can't uh, feel my hands.
0: I don't know who you are, but you're a sick,
1: fucked up person. What kind of monster? I- Gabe,
2: it's it's me,
3: Allie. That's impossible. Allie disappeared over seven years ago today. What? Allie, Allie, is it, is it really you? It's me. It's me. <gasps> Gabe.
2: 911,
1: what's your emergency?
2: (laughs) Hell yeah!
1: fucking soul is bequeathed to us. Go to those seven kings of hell, you rocky squad. We will vanquish the protectors of the one you call Wait, the
2: reflection in the mirror!
0: What is happening
3: to my face? Looking back at Allie, resembles a Picasso portrait. Her left eye has sunk to her chin. One of her ears is a bloody stump. Her nose has all but vanished, leaving a clean swath of fresh skin. Puss begins oozing out of every pore. She yells in fear and races to the front door to leave the apartment. There is no door. No way out. Just a continuous collage of furniture and wallpaper. Even that appears to melt away now. Oh, hello.
1: What a lovely day out there, isn't it? You know, you look like someone who might appreciate the magic of music. It turns out... I just got something in from an estate sale that might be exactly what you were looking for.
0: Antiquarium of Sinister Happenings, Lot 005, Shave and a Haircut. Written by Trevor Shand. Narrated by Bruce Abels. Featuring Sarah Paxton as Allie, Trevor Shand as Gabe, Chrissy Fox as the Demon, Stephen Knowles as the Antique Dealer. Additional music by Coag. Engineering production and sound design by Trevor Shand. The Antiquarium of Sinister Happenings is created and curated by Trevor and Lauren Shand theme music by the newton brothers follow us on instagram and twitter at antiquarium pod call the antiquarium at 646-481-7197